Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Uh, sorry about the upload schedule recently, but, you know... I've been having some stuff going on, but we're back. I think we should be back uh, full-time on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, uh, as usual. Uh, Before we start, uh, well, I'll tell you the topics, and then I'll tell what I need to tell. Uh, The Dolphins trade the third pick. Who's San Francisco going to take at three? Tampa Bay, the band is back, baby. The NBA NBA trade deadline, I'll be talking about that. Um... Iowa and UConn probably had the best uh, basketball game of 2021, maybe. Uh, some WWE Hall of Famers. We're, I'm going to be talking about the class of 2021. And then me and Connor react to Hulk Hogan versus Chris Jericho. So let's go ahead and start. I'm going to tell you what I need to tell you. Uh, the Three Ball Podcast. We have a YouTube channel, as usual. Uh, pretty soon, I'm going to be start putting like little clips of the podcast. Uh, not the whole podcast, but certain clips of it. Onto the YouTube channel, I'm also going to start doing skits on there and parodies of sitcoms. We're going to start doing that. Not only parodies of sitcoms, but also like political shows, late night shows. We're going to be making fun of them, basically, and it's just going to be some fun. Um, if you're interested in being any in any of them, uh, I know we're probably going to do Friends, uh, Two and a Half Men, uh, How I Met Your Mother, The Tucker Carlson Show, That 70s Show. We're probably going to do a lot of that. Uh, so if you want to be in any of those, just let me know on Instagram, gold underscore gold, or just call me or on Snapchat, whatever you got. Um, the Dolphins are trading, the Dolphins traded the third pick. Uh, good trade for the Dolphins. Uh, we knew they were probably going to stick with Tua anyway. I personally don't like Tua that much, but if you have faith in him, then let's go with him and you're going to start Tua. So yeah, uh, San Francisco traded up to the three. So what is San Francisco doing? Uh, this probably means the Jimmy G experiment is probably over in San Francisco. He's been the best quarterback on the team for the last three years. He's 22-8 and eight as a starter, but unfortunately he cannot stay healthy. Sad to hear, but but who are the 49ers going to take? Because it, it's come out as the 49ers have said, or people in the 49ers camp have said that Kyle Shanahan's not going to take a mobile quarterback, which eliminates Justin Fields and Trey Lance. So did they really trade up to three for Mac Jones? I don't think so. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, crazier things have happened, though. Uh, like Mitchell Trubisky getting taken at two. Pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, Tampa Bay, they brought back Leonard Fournette. So the band is basically all back together besides Antonio Brown. But a lot of people don't like Antonio Brown. They don't think he's a big, important part of that, the band, as I'm going to call them, because they're basically what I call, uh, you watch TNA back in the day, you know the band is Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, X-Pac, got all the superstars, and they went as the band. So I'm going to call them the band. Um, the band's back together besides Antonio. Does it really make a difference? I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're going back-to-back. I think Antonio is a major important part of that team, but nobody really seems to think that besides me. Um, 
But yeah, I don't think they're going back to back. Uh, the NBA trade deadline, some stuff happened. The Heat, they traded for Victor Oladipo. Very good move for the Heat. Um, we I thought they were going to get LaMarcus Aldridge, but that didn't happen. I'm going to be talking about that in a little bit. But Heat get Victor Oladipo, good good match for the Heat. Uh, they didn't really give up anything anyway. All they gave up was a swap pick. Nick... Uh, <laughs> Avery Bradley and Kelly Olenek, which is nothing for Victor Oladipo. The Rockets completely blew the James Harden trade. The only thing they got back from it, basically, is Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, and a first-round pick, which is not very good for James Harden. Um, what are the Celtics doing? The Celtics didn't really make any big-time moves. They traded for Evan Fournier, good player, but they have a lot of wings anyway, so what was the point of that? Unless you're going to say, hey, scoring, adding more scoring always helps. So I guess guess if you're going with that, then I guess that's cool. Uh, the Bulls traded for Nikola Vucevic. Uh, good player in Orlando. Really good player. All-star. I think he'll help the Bulls a lot. Um, but does it even matter? Well, Marcus Aldridge decided he got bought out by the Spurs. And he decided he's going to the Nets. So the Nets have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Blake Griffin, who can suddenly play basketball again, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, Jeff Green. They still have another roster spot open in case somebody else gets bought out. So this is insane what they got going on over there. Um, pretty insane. Uh, so now, Iowa and UConn, uh, obviously this is the women's tournament, not the men's tournament. Uh, they had probably one of the best basketball games, I'd say. In the last couple of years, and I, it might be the best basketball game of 2021 so far. Um, it had everything you wanted in a basketball game. Uh, good coaching on both sides. Uh, Iowa was definitely, they didn't have the talent UConn had, but good coaching put them in a position in the fourth quarter to make it close. And then the fourth quarter, the talent kind of took over, and you saw UConn win by 20. Really wasn't 20. It's more like an Ohio State game where, you know, your team's, up by five, and they score three touchdowns in a row at the end of the game. But whatever. Um, Caitlin Clark played pretty well. Uh, it was hard for her because she was really the only legit recruit out there on Iowa. Uh, Iowa got out-rebounded. Good coaching by Iowa, though. They didn't have the length, and they played a zone uh, that really helped them stop getting out-rebounded in the second half. So good adjustments on Iowa's head coach. UConn just had the major talent. You had three number one recruits on that UConn team, I do believe. And um, ultimately, it really wasn't the matchup that we assumed it would be that ESPN was presenting. It was Buckers versus Clark. It was more like Iowa's team, uh, besides Caitlin Clark, because there was one girl who was making a lot of three-pointers. Congrats to her. Um, but it was definitely a really good game. You had role players stepping up in big time or in big moments. Very good on that. And I do believe it's probably the best basketball game we will see in the tournament. Uh, after And after that game, I watched Loyola, Loyola Chicago score like 24 points in the first half of a game. And like, really? This is awful. But definitely say Iowa and UConn is the best basketball game I've watched in the past year and a year probably um and it was basically the same as an nba game i'd say i mean obviously both teams relied on shooting but you could tell 
game planning went into this. It's not like the Warriors and you just got to say, hey, let's outshoot them because the Warriors don't game plan anyway. No team in the NBA actually game plans anymore. You could tell Iowa game planned and UConn game planned. So that's what I really liked about the game. Um, I do believe it's the best game of the tournament that we will see. Uh, the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame. Uh I'm gonna get these. I'm gonna get these guys pulled up real quick. Uh, do 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 do. I do know uh, the British Bulldog is gonna be in there, so that's really good. Oof. Let's get it. Uh, Kane's gonna be in there. The Great Khali. Uh, I'm trying to find like a real list here, but okay. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to be telling some of my favorite examples about that. Okay, so John Bradshaw Layfield, a.k.a. JBL. Uh, I love JBL. He's probably the lo- I think he's the longest-reigning champion of all time. Undisputed champion, I do believe. Very good champ, very good heel, so congrats to him. Uh, the British Bulldog, who a European champion, very good. Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers. We're talking nineties. Uh, Thund- Justin Thunder League Leaguer or whatever. Uh, Thunder Leaguer. I never watched many of his matches, but I do think he is really good. The NWO is getting in, but instead of Hall Nash and Hogan, it's Hall Nash Hogan and X Pac. X Pac does not need to be in it. X Pac didn't do diddly squat in the NWO, but okay. Uh, the Bella Twins are getting in. I do agree with. Uh, Nikki, because she was the longest reigning Divas champion of all time. Uh, Brie didn't do anything significant to me, but they're getting in as a tag team, so it's okay. Um, Molly Holly's getting in. She's probably, she was the first person to be inducted, or set up. Molly Holly is really good. Uh, Eric Bischoff's getting in. I love Eric Bischoff. The great Kali. He's cool. So yeah, uh, my favorite of that class is probably Eric Bischoff, not counting the New World Order. Eric Bischoff won the Monday Night Wars for 83 straight weeks, so congrats to him. And yeah, you're about to hear the break, and me and Connor will see you after the break. Peace. Yo. Yo. All right, welcome back from the break, everybody. Today, we have Connor on the podcast once again. Two weeks in a row, making it a streak. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Connor, so would you like to tell them what we're reacting to or what um, we watched? Chris Jericho versus Hulk Hogan for the undisputed title match. If I yeah. got that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No disqualification, too. Cause... No disqualifications, but they're just chilling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this was our, in 2002. Uh, w... <laughs> so we had Hulk Hogan, but not with the New World Order. We just had Hulkamania running wild once again. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> Hollywood Hulk Hogan. My boy going crazy. Yeah, so we had, like, normal Hulk Hogan back because uh, if you remember, the New World Order, me and Connor already were cut, or watched it, but they debuted in uh, No Way Out 2002. And basically, Hogan and The Rock had, like, a WrestleMania match or whatever. And Hogan lost, uh, and then the New World Order with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash came up and beat up Hulk, and beat up Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and they said, forget you. <laughs> they said, forget you, man. Uh, because the crowd cheered Hulk Hogan more than Vince McMahon thought they would. So he said, you know, we're just going to bring back 
the regular Hulk Hogan. They um, yeah, I know during during the whole fight they were just chanting Hogan a lot. Yeah. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. So was both of these people in this match like, like I guess heroes, or was one of them a heel? Uh, one of them. Jericho's the heel. It doesn't seem like it though, because they're still cheering yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Jericho. People like Jericho because he's supposed to be a heel, but he goes around and roasts everybody. So <laughs> everybody was cheering like- for him, and I was like, I was like, this is kind of a match of good versus good. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I mean, it was Jericho... a fun match to watch, though. It was a nice. I liked it. It was, it was kind of weird, but you know. Yeah, Jericho's supposed to be the heel, but he's not really a heel. <laughs> he is like you're supposed to hate him, but then Vince is like, "Why is nobody booing?" Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we get Chris Jericho's entrance. At this point, he still has the whole Y2J thing where they he has the little countdown clock, which is awesome. I wish, you yeah. did, I wish you would have did the jacket. You know, the light of jacket and all that. Uh, yeah, the jacket came later once uh, he came back. Yeah, I know. He did a lot of it during the Royal Rumbles a lot. Of- yeah. Uh, so he comes out. He still has the countdown clock, which I thought is really cool. He comes out, and then Jim Ross says, Well, uh, Triple H can't touch Chris Jericho, and the Undertaker's not here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I even I even get a little bit of this. So basically, Vince McMahon said his career is ruined if Triple H touches Chris Jericho during a match. And Undertaker's yeah, been, like, suspended or something like that. Yeah, Undertaker suspended because uh, this is, at the time, Raw versus SmackDown was actually a thing, and Raw superstars can't come on SmackDown or something like that. And, so, and Triple H can't touch Jericho during a match. Which that yeah, comes into play later. Yeah, he can't touch him during the match, but we uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan comes out. He's like, <laughs> so uh, Hulk Hogan comes out, and Jim Ross said, "This is the greatest comeback story of all time." <laughs> I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't really think so, but sure, 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 whatever. You know, because ten days ago he won the title from Triple H. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently he's he's badly injured. He he looks perfectly fine to me. He looks. Really good, but he's like he's he's injured. He's really badly injured. Yeah, on Raw he got beat up by the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, but it just seems like he's not injured at all. He's just chilling. Oh, it's because he's Hulk Hogan. He's like, mm. <laughs> he said, "No, brother, I'm not doing that." He's like, "I'm okay." <laughs> so uh, Hogan comes out. Uh, he go ahead, rips the shirt, and you know he's gonna wear the bandana because he's losing hair. Yeah, the best but... <laughs> thing. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Or can I go ahead and say it now about that bandana? Ah, you can go ahead. So, whenever he gets knocked off, you just see the biggest bald spot. I literally died of laughter. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. I was was really, I, like, kind of screamed laughter because it was just, it was just like, oh, my, his bandana's off. And I see the biggest balding spot. And I was like, (laughs) hey, no wonder he's wearing that bandana, brother. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, So, anyways, uh. Hogan comes out, he's wearing the bandana, he rips the shirt. So then him and Jericho, you know, like, they tie up. And I don't know why Jericho's tying up with Hulk Hogan, but anyway. Yeah, they, Hogan they throws do weird him things. on the ground. They, um, they, I mean, and then they, they mention this throughout the whole match. Chris Jericho shouldn't be in a strength match with Hogan. And, like, we get it. Yeah, because Hogan's in the best shape of his life. He's injured, but sure, you know. 
<laughs> which makes no sense because the whole time they're saying, oh, he's injured. He can't coach. He's, he must be hurting. And then they said, Hogan's in the best shape of his life. He's like, it's like in a, in, a, in a strength match, Jericho would never win this. Which is true because, you know, Hogan is he's Hulk Hogan. Pretty strong. Brother. So uh, he throws Jericho back to realize Jericho gets mad and he kicks the table. He kicks the table and, and he's, he starts limping for a little bit. It was kind of funny because they're like, did he just kick the table? He's like, he picked the table and now his foot's hurting. And then Hogan smacked his ass. <laughs> Jericho's about to get back in the ring and Hogan went smacked his ass. I know. He said he spanked him. He said, come here, son. And then Jericho's like, hey, wait, hey, hey, you can't do that. I know that, dude, Jericho is acting like the biggest pouty baby I've ever seen. And it's just not like me to see Jericho like that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, you know, I... One thing I can say about Hulk Hogan is that I can watch his matches. Now, they may not be the most technical wrestling matches, but I can sit there and watch. I, I don't watch wrestling matches, but seeing watching Hogan just have some fun out there is kind of nice. Yeah, obviously Hogan's moving stiff as hell because he's like at this, he's like 49, 50 at this yeah. point in his career. There's something wrong. And he's had like four knee surgeries. That's why he wears that giant <laughs> knee brace. <laughs> And Hogan wasn't moving around the ring that well anyway before the injuries. So. Yeah. So you kind of see where this is going already. Yeah. So he's moving stiff as hell. Uh, but honestly, uh, there was there were very few like resting spots, I'd say. And Hogan actually takes bumps in this match. So th- congrats to Hogan. Vince probably paid him some extra money to take those spots. Hogan was... Doing a really good job of just keeping the action up so that people didn't get bored. Yeah. Uh, and good th- the matches don't go long. Like, typically, Hogan matches besides, you know, WCW. Well, the match which... is like, what, 15 minutes? And I can sit through a 15-minute match. Well, now, the video was like only 12 minutes, and that's counting their entrances and stuff. I can sit through that. <laughs> yeah. Which, I'm cool. If Hogan wants to have matches that are 10 minutes long, I'm cool with that. I don't care. Because he, he gets plenty of action in there. He really makes sure he gets what he wants, and then he just finishes it. And Hogan's good at, like, pretending he's hurt, too. The selling... Hogan can sell if he wants to. Hogan, <laughs> pretty good actor. Really good wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this match goes on. Jericho's about to win the match. He hits the lion's salt or whatever. And then Triple H... Mid, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like mid-move. It is here. Time to play the game. <laughs> I know, uh, dude. I wish it would have been his old theme song that goes like, "Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H." <laughs> and then, dude, Jericho—he he knows he can't be touched. I don't see why Jericho is is like freaking out at all. And then they're like mental. Yeah, Jer- there's like the psychological games are being played. Yeah, really? Jer- Jer- Jericho's looking at uh, Triple H the whole time watching. And Triple H gets this big smile on his face and just walks to the commentary table. He's like, he's coming here to talk. <laughs> yeah. And then Tri- Triple H said, yeah. Well, they said, you know, he, Taz was like, you know, he was about to win the match. And he's like, well, he did. And so, who cares? He said, yeah. He said, Triple H just bets this still alive or something. I don't know if Triple H made like a deal or a bet or something. Yeah, he was like, you know, I got I got the tip from the psychic hotline, brother. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, imagine he's going, Hogan tries to hulk up. I swear he missed the leg drop at least three times. Hogan, Hogan hulked up at least three times and, 
and and missed the leg jab. <laughs> yeah, every time he would try doing it, like, like and one time he was just hulking, hulking up, and he was getting, and Jericho was just laying waste to him, and he's just still hulking up. Yeah, Hogan doesn't even hit the leg drop in this. <laughs> he does a bunch of elbow drops. Yeah, he did hit a bunch of elbows, but yeah, who cares about those? I know, right? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the match keeps going. The Triple H is like, "Hey, is it getting a little cold in here?" And then, and then well, I'm, at first, okay, listen. At first, at first, I was like, "What is he talking about? Is he going crazy?" And then, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, and then Taz is like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then he's like, boom. And then, so, no, not even that. It wasn't even that one. It was um, Undertaker when I haven't heard before. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh, no, it was just dead man walking thing. Yeah, but anyways, dead man Triple walking. H, Triple H keeps, like, referring to, do you feel a presence here? <laughs> he, he is, he is, um. Michael Cole and Taz are like tripping out. They're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then, then this theme starts playing, and then sh- once again, what's his name? Jericho looks. Jericho dead. looks dead on the inside. He looks dead. Yeah, and here's the dead man walking. I think I think his soul left his body. Uh, so Jericho's scared. He's like, he he had a chair in the ring, so he turns. He's waiting for Undertaker to come out, and then Hogan rolls him up. And he's One, two, three. It and never works. Hogan it wins. never works unless it's Hogan doing it. And yeah, and then then Jericho like gets mad. He starts beating up Hogan, and Triple H gets off commentary and kicks and okay, Jericho. This, like you said, this is allowed because there's not a match anymore. The match is over. Yeah, this is allowed now because the match is over. Jer- Triple H, you just Triple goes H up, can up get Jericho, Jericho, and he did. Yeah, he beat the crap. And, and Jericho wouldn't have a chance fighting on Triple H either because Triple H is like Hogan's strength, except I guess a bit younger. Or is Triple H older than Hogan at this age? No, Triple H is way younger. Because so, than so, Hogan then at this point. so then Jericho stand does not stand a chance. Yeah. Like Triple H, Triple H is fifty now. Hogan was fifty when yeah, he okay, was yeah. so Triple H is practice. probably forty, so he's in his like. I guess you call it wrestling prime. Nah, he's thirty at this. He's in thirty. He's, in, he's his in his wrestling prime. Point. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, uh, we talked about this on Instagram. Do you, Do you have five wrestlers or seven wrestlers in your? I can head just head? name some that I that I like. Okay, so we're gonna name like our seven favorite I'll, wrestlers. I'm not naming Kinda my usual. favorites. I'm just naming some that I like. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Go ahead, list off some, and and I'll talk about them. Um, all right. So one of them I like, Titus O'Neil. Oh, bro, Titus is funny. Uh, he's actually hosting WrestleMania he just goes, this oh, year oh, with oh. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he the, he's hosting it with Hulk Hogan too. Hold up, I, I have some that I, I oh now I can't remember any. Okay, um, another one. I I don't know why I just like the Big Show. Yeah, Big Show. Big Show's in AEW now. Really. Yeah, he's not doing much, but he's, he's there. Pretty old, exactly. He's just big. Um, the guy who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, I guess, the great Kali. Oh, jeez, I, I, I think he's actually cool. I think he deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people don't. He does, but he got the Indian market over here. So hey, he, I mean, he's like, let's see, he's like seven foot tall. Yeah, and and he's a world heavyweight champion, and beat the Undertaker. So I'm not. 
Um, another one, The Undertaker, of course. That's just I grew up. I grew up yeah. watching The Undertaker in WrestleMania a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the first WrestleMania we watched was the one he gets beat at WrestleMania. I watched the ones before that though. I'm not even kidding. But then I see that one and they get me all hyped up, and then he gets destroyed by Lesnar. Yeah, I my I do I think my first WrestleMania watching was probably the one where Shawn Michaels retires. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker beats him and Shawn has to retire. Um Mick Foley's pretty cool. Yep, a lot of different personalities to Mick Foley. There's definitely a lot different Mick Foley. Um uh a, a, a one person who makes me laugh is Santiago, if you remember who that guy is. You mean Santino yeah. Oh, Yes. The yeah. The Cobra. He's pretty fun. <laughs> the He's Cobra. He's so weird. That is true. He's a weird man. Dude, you should hear his voiceovers in the WWE games. He Instead of saying John Cena, he'll say John Chenna. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know more about wrestling, you can bring the wrestling game and I can actually know something about what's going on. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, let's see. I can name like a few more. I'm... Everybody hates Roman Reigns, apparently, but I kind of like him. Uh, people didn't like him when he was supposed to be a good guy because he got over-pushed, which means they made him win way too many matches. Like, he beat The Undertaker at a WrestleMania. People were like, what are we but doing? But then, like, the same thing with Brock Lesnar. I think that he he's good, but he won too many matches for my liking. Well, uh, my favorite I can tell Brock you Lesnar. Lesnar eliminated in one of the... In one of the um, and one of the Royal Rumbles by, like, he got eliminated with the help of Ricochet. Like, really? Bro, Ricochet sucks. Yeah, he's, he was, he had, we was no match for a one-on-one, but he had to, he had a low blow to get, I think it was, um, yeah, Drew, Drew McIntyre who eliminated him. I hate that dude, too. Part of, he used but, to be a part now, of three-man Rick- band. I just realized that. Yeah. Now, Ricochet sucks, but Prince Puma is lit. <laughs> Which is just Ricochet and Super Lucha Libre. Somebody you I can name off the top of my head is um he's another Indian. Um Dang, he always comes in on the wearing that like hijab. Oh j- is it yeah, Jinder Mahal. Mahal? Uh I personally I like him. He was WWE champion for a little bit. A lot of people hated his title reign, but ratings were up for a while because he got the Indian market. <laughs> yeah, isn't there a, a Chinese Wrestler, like the first like wrestler from China. Uh, Tajiri was from Japan, mm. but uh, yeah, there are a lot of dudes from Japan. I I don't remember a Chinese one. Yeah, unless the Great Muda's from Japan or China, yeah, probably. Um, but. there was a few. I mean, yeah, I could. That's a few, but you can name some now. Uh, he's not number one on my list, but I got gotta go with my boy Disco Inferno. Oh, I watched that video. He was just, it was kind of weird. Bruh, this dude, see, now, you didn't, you haven't watched any old Nitros, so you don't understand how big Disco Inferno was, like, relief-wise. The whole show was basically the New World (laughs) Order. And it was, I swear, it was a a two-hour show. And over an hour and 30 minutes of it was for the New World Order. (laughs) Sounds fun. So, seeing Disco Inferno is actually a relief to most people that we go from Hulk Hogan and Scott Hall and Kevin Ash saying, what's up, dude? We're here for Sting, dude. 
<laughs> to disco to a guy who's doing disco dancing, such a relief. But it's like funny, all these people who are supposed to be doing like dancing get eliminated and like everything in five seconds. Yeah. Also, Disco Inferno lost to a girl in a wrestling match. Did but you know that's that, not important. I, I forgot the Great Khali is the first is the first wrestler in a Royal Rumble to get eliminated by a diva. That is true. I don't they know how. By Natalia. Uh, because Natalia kissed him and pulled him over the top rope. Or no, that was Beth Phoenix. My bad. Whoever it was. So that's what happened? Yeah, Beth Phoenix kissed him and pulled him over the top rope. That's not a bad way to go out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'd also say Mr. Perfect is one of my top five favorite wrestlers. What is his name? Um, Santino has the quickest elimination in a Royal Rumble. One yes, second. he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Perfect was always cool just because he never got a championship run, but he's part of the Four Horsemen, helped out Ric Flair a lot, and he was a baller. Yeah. And, his, and he beat up Brock Lesnar in an air <laughs> like, for real. Because <laughs> when he got fired from WWE for it, and when he went to TNA for about the three months he was still alive, Every time he got the microphone, he would be like, I beat up Brock oh, wait, I got another one. I got another one. This may be on, he may be on your list, but Booker T. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker T. Can you he's dig just, it, sucker? He's, just, he's a good personality to have on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, I, mo- I mostly remember him. From I mostly remember him beginning, uh, trying to get beat up in a church. That is true, too. He did and get he beat, beat up, up in a church, grocery store. But... <laughs> Got beat up in a grocery store too. Uh, I'm I remember Booker T and TNA. He was in uh, TNA around 2000. I remember him from 2009 because that was around the years that I started watching. But he had this whole main event mafia run, which was really cool. It was basically a group of all champions. You had Sting, Kurt Angle, Booker T, Scott hmm. Steiner, and in TNA too. And by the way, TNA completely bombed. Did it really? And they had Kevin Nash. Jesus Christ. It was because of Kevin Nash. That's why they failed. He, he never wrestled. I just sat there and said, yeah, I'll do it one day. Kevin Nash always was injured. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I got a staph infection. I can't wrestle. Oh, my knee. I I'm can't done. Wrestle. Oh, I'm done. I'm going back to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? He wrestled in WWE, but he's like halfway. It's kind of surprising that he wrestled. Yeah, um, dude, uh, Christian's another one that I really like. Christian's an AW now, but I'm there's not a lot of people that. that you like in AW now. Yeah, the problem is they're all older. Like, if this was five years ago, I'd be happy. But like, I don't want to see forty six year old Christian. You want to see like sixty year old Big Show? I, I, if they hired Hulk Hogan, I'd watch seventy year old Hulk Hogan tackling somebody. Yeah, I'd watch that, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to watch 60-year-old Big Show. Big Show's not a rating draw. He's, he's, he's just there at this point. Uh, Obviously, Hulk Hogan, for obvious reasons, you know, he's a now, Hulkster Now, what about dude. Mr. America? <laughs> nah, Mr. America's <laughs> not out there. <laughs> Mr. America actually got fired for pulling up his mask. And revealing who he was. Like, yeah, it was yeah. obviously Hulk Hogan, but, but like, for real, Hulk Hogan pulled up his mask at a TV show, and they fired him. Wow. 
Then he comes back uh, next week being like, British all right, Bull- guys, I'm back. Yeah, uh, the British Bulldog was always really cool. Uh, he's dead, too. R.I.P. Kurt Damn. Angle. Perk, perk Angle, yes, when he was on the Perks. <laughs> Uh, that's the only reason he did that uh, bestiality he was most promo. Likely, like you said, on perks. Yep, and then he got. Then, like three months later, he was in TNA on the perks. My boy. And then, last dude, I have to say the greatest man to ever live, Austin Aries. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, no, that was his gimmick. The really? Greatest man to ever live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had one. He he held titles in Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan, <laughs> like all at the well, same he's time. Like a cool guy, then. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's like the last person to actually like, like take the business seriously. That man on Twitter would be like, "Hey, John Morrison, you suck in your wife's." <laughs> <laughs> He said, he, like, Aries tweet literally said, Hey, John, you have a gay look. Your wife's husky. Wow. <laughs> and <you> wow. <laughs> and this dude, this dude's like a straight shooter. That man said, hey, they interviewed him. He's like, so I can't make fun of fat people, and it's a choice, but people can make fun of me for being short when I can't determine if I'm short or not. Okay, that actually applies a lot to our current day society. And he he said, ah, dude, straight shooter. One time, man, even John Morrison hit his finisher on and won the match. He got up right after. Really? (laughs) Yeah, he said, forget this. I'm out of (laughs) here. He's just like, yeah, I'm done, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And he, like, completely exposed, like, wrestling as a whole. He said, yeah, my whole wrestling career, I was listed at, like, 5'9", 200 pounds, he said, I've never been 5'9 in my life. I've always been 5'7, five, 5'8, five, and I've never weighed 200 pounds. Well, that man is the greatest man ever lived. He's keeping it real. That means that I've never weighed 200 pounds. That's definitely a way to keep it real. <laughs> yeah, and apparently he said, when you get into wrestling, they tell you everybody's 200 pounds. What? Yeah, like, you have to be 200 pounds or over, apparently. When he got into wrestling, they were like, everybody's at least so he 200 wasn't, pounds. So he obviously wasn't 200 pounds, but, you know, he, close enough. No, he was Jesus 170 Christ. pounds. <laughs> he said, I was 5'7 and a half, 170 pounds when I started. They had me listed at 5'9, 205. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, man, I love Aries. He's hilarious. He also, uh, like, went up. He didn't do it on purpose, but he stuck his balls in Christy Hemmings. That, that sounds like. <laughs> and then he got, then he got a claim that he sexually assaulted her, and it was, it's a weird situation because he texted Christy and he was like, "Hey, are we cool?" And Christy's like, "Yeah, we're cool." And then he gets, a, then he gets charged for sexual assault. What like, did he what win the, the case hell? though? Yeah, of course he won. <laughs> He's the greatest man to ever That's live. Dog. Exactly. Uh, well, Connor, what should we react to next week? I uh, should we continue on the Hulk Hogan train and watch Stone Cold beat up the New World Order? <laughs> he beats up the whole New World Order, like a three-on-one. Uh, it's more like he captures Scott Hall. 
and like ties him up and then he's like doing his classic hey you mind if i have a beer what do you, do you want a beer what i can't hear you what oh my god <laughs> <laughs> or or should we watch uh the nwo beat up the rock and then hulk hogan gets when he's in the ambulance he gets like in a semi truck <laughs> i want to watch that that sounds very interesting <laughs> Dude, Hogan was hilarious in that pro in that thing. It, so we're gonna watch. That's that. what That's I want to watch. Pretty funny. I want to watch. Hogan... I want to watch the dude get slammed. Okay. Bet, and then then we can watch Stone Cold yes. capturing Scott Hall. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, also, if you guys want us to like watch a whole freaking pay per view, uh, we can do that. But it's probably not going to come out for like four weeks after you say well, you want us to we, watch first, it. First, we got. We, I'm, what I want to do is schedule him to come over to my house, and we're going to watch it at my house, and we react to it at the same time. So I don't. Have to, I don't have to sit yeah. by myself for two hours, two to three hours watching that. Yeah, then you'll end up insane like me when I had to sit through. Two hours of TNA. Yeah, you, you can't even you can't even mad at me for not <laughs> watching that. I'm not. I shouldn't have watched it. I'm Trust dead me, inside. I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I've been Scott watching Tony Rumble. Rumble, I, I, I think I'm going mental insane. Yeah, Scott Hall said the bears back together. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Connor, thank you for being on the podcast once again. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then hopefully we'll see you next just week. Just for trying that to make it Hulk three in a row. See how, this, see how it goes. Yeah. 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 We'll see you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thank you for listening to the Three Ball Podcast. Stay Peace. safe. Peace out.